Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, November 21st, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every Monday, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Morning, Carrie. David, it looks like the Super Committee is about to come up empty. There's no agreement on even a modest number of budget cuts or revenue increases, and the finger-pointing has already begun. This is the third time in a year that negotiations for a grand bargain have failed. What's the problem? Well, the problem, Carrie, of course, is that the closer you get to an election, the more entrenched the Democrats and the Republicans uh, become. But, you know, the, the Super Committee was supposed to be the Plan B. It was supposed to be the committee that came up with uh, an agreement behind closed doors, separated out from the pressures, much like those base closing commissions that you may remember from a few years ago, where they would um, consider all of the politics and the economics of closing bases and then give Congress an up or down vote. The fact that this failed tells you that the level of dysfunction that we've all been complaining about is not going to get resolved until the end of 2012 with the presidential election. And it's conceivable, depending on the outcome, that it might not even be resolved then. So I think the biggest concern over the short term is that the markets may look at this and say, you know, this system really is frozen in place for at least another year. We've heard a lot about the $1.2 trillion in automatic cuts that go into effect if the Super Committee fails. Now people are talking about whether that was a wise strategy. When would the cuts begin? Kerry, the cuts would not begin until 2013, and that may have been the flaw in the, in the strategy here. Because it was a year away, everybody on the committee and uh, in Congress thought, well, if the committee fails, there's time to reverse the cuts and keep the worst from happening. And so there are many who are already calling for uh, reductions in the cuts of $600 billion, which would be in defense alone, and the other half is going to come from from other programs. So now the question is, uh, if all the incentives to reach a quick agreement uh, are taken out of the system, Do you simply end up with a budget that looks very much like the one we have uh, today? And what are the prospects of getting what's really needed, which is a much larger deal of, say, three or four trillion dollars? That's the only kind of deal that would take a big long-term cut at uh, at the current debt. David, when the debt limit arguments came up this past summer, Congress was gridlocked and the U.S. lost its AAA rating. Do you think the government's rating could decline even further? It could because uh, it only lost a AAA rating with one rating agency, and several others indicated that they were sort of on watch. They were they were thinking about doing a cut themselves. That could yet happen. President Obama was in Asia when the Super Committee worked itself into a standstill. While there, the president began to act on the concept of rebalancing the United States toward the Pacific. Now, other presidents have promised to do as much. Is there any difference here? You know, I think there is a bit of a difference. Uh, as we've discussed before, Kerry, the Chinese and many others in, in the Pacific viewed the Iraq War and the American focus on the Middle East in the past 10 years as a huge strategic distraction for the United States, one the Chinese took advantage of, full advantage of. I think what President Obama was trying to do uh, in this trip was to say that the U.S. is back in Asia. And he did so with the surprise announcement 
of a new base in Darwin, Australia. Not a big base, about 2,500 uh, Marines, but just enough to give the U.S. a port into which they can bring uh, a good number of warships and remind the Chinese that if they had thoughts of extending um, their uh, control down through the South China Sea, which some in the Chinese Navy has abdicated, they're going to have to remember that the U.S. and other powers are there as well. So I think it was more than just uh, rhetorical. I think he's begun to actually begin that shift, in part by saying that the defense cuts that might come out of um, the failure of the Super Committee will not affect Asia. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you, Kerry. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Kerry Nolan, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM WQXR.